No, man, I don't think it's a theological statement. I think it's just an affinity for animals. Uh, And we're back. Okay, listen, Chad and I have been talking the whole time. We're just going to jump right into it. Uh, This is another episode of Ethan's Booster Podcast. Glad to have you back. It's like... 200 and something, I don't know. It's been a bunch. But Chad's really fired up about today's episode because we promised last time that we were going to coin our Mount Rushmore of youth group movies. Mm-hmm. And he's coming in hot today. So I, I'm, I'm ready. I got my four locked and loaded. Hopefully, if you're playing at home, uh, you've got yours ready to go. Uh, we want to hear about those in the comments of the chat. Mount Rushmore of youth group movies. These are movies to show to your youth group. Uh, on uh, on a lock in night, yeah. summer night, are we, are we qualifying when and where? Just just four of the youth group in the last night of camp. When are we showing these movies? What's the qualifier? Uh, I, th- I think the qualifier is that you you would yeah you would show this to your students. Hit play on the DVD and walk away. You trust it. It's safe. It's for the students. Maybe there's a reason right. behind it or not. Whatever. Yeah. We're gonna go back and forth. Let's go back and forth. And back and forth is fair. Uh, who's st- you're starting? I feel like we need to flip a coin. Rock, flip paper, a coin. Scissor. Okay, rock, paper, scissors. We're gonna go. Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh, we, yeah, yeah. Zach went for the scissor. You went double scissors. We went scissor tied, <laughs> and then and Zach went, stayed with the scissors. scissors. Yeah, that's right. That's I right. went paper. Well, that's probably a way to figure that out. Leveling and play. Uh, that's how I beat my six year old. I just keep to the same one every time because he always keeps changing. Well, I'm gonna there. tell him that <laughs> to mix it up. <laughs> go back to the well. Okay. Uh, so I want I want you to go first, and if we agree, then we okay. can just talk about where we agree. Okay, so I'm going to throw out one that you had mentioned in our last episode that is in my Rushmore. Okay. By the way, thinking through my movies, I think it is going to date me as a youth pastor. That's fine. Um, I'm I'm going f- first movie as Princess Bride. Okay, that's probably up there for me. Is it in your four? I think so. I mean, if we run out of time and you talk about other ones, we can't. It's up there, but it definitely is dated. Uh, It's strong, though. It's really strong. Why is it it number one off the top for you? I think a lot of folks don't agree. I'm not not necessarily putting it as my number one. It's in my top four. Okay. Um, I enjoy it. It's a show that doesn't feel too kiddy. Yeah. Still is mostly clean. There's just a good story to it. I think there's also a probability that, like, maybe not all your kids have seen it. It does feel like a little bit of, like, a gem. So the ones that have seen right. it get to, like, be like, I know this one. And the ones that haven't seen it get to be like, what is this movie? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's one. So I, I, the caveat I would give is you probably can't wear that one out. Princess Bride, I think, is one that you've got to kind of, like, surprise on them from time to time. Fair. So, okay. All right, give me yours. Sandlot. Sandlot. Covers a lot of bases, old Sandlot. It's a great summer good, feel-good movie. Yeah. There's a little language. A little language, I know. I like a little risque. You do? <laughs> I like them like, to go home and talk about it a little bit, yeah. Uh, a, little, a little bit of language, uh, you know, a little bit of... Uh, and the manipulation of faking your own drowning to make out with the girl. Uh, but who has it? But, you know I mean, I mean? That's, but that's summer camp, right? I mean, that's summer wow. camp. 
And so, uh, yeah, I mean, Sandlot's strong. I feel like that one for me, like, it hits a lot of summer notes. Sandlot is strong. Yeah, there was another movie that was summer-based, but I've taken it out of the Mount Rushmore because I think it probably is a little bit... Um, it's, it's more for the youth passion than the youth group. But Sandlot's yeah. up there. Sandlot, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to stick on my pattern of movies we've already talked about. Okay. <laughs> and Nacho Libre is in my top four. Okay, so for the folks from last episode, the movie that you walked out of the theater, yeah. you're now showing and re-showing to a group full of students. Correct. Okay. Um, I don't know how much re-showing, but it is... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's one of those comedies... That you're probably not going to get in trouble for, you know what I mean? Like, it's goofy, it's funny, you know. So, yeah, there's a lot of quotable lines too. Yeah, that's true. That uh, can become a little bit. I mean, for like a smaller student ministry, you can have like quippy, yeah, inside those like jokes, yeah. inside jokes, yeah. that kind of deal that could be really fun. It's good. Um, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many kids I've told get that corn out of my face. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's just a really good, you know, Taco Tuesday at, at summer again. Summer camp lines. These these are things. These these are like quotables we need in the daily right. interchange exchange of students. Telling yeah. me you've never been baptized. <laughs> yeah, I worry for you. Uh, okay, my number two, um, Incredibles one. Interesting, mainly because it, it it is like the ultimate family flick. I mean, it is why Incredibles one over. So many other good cartoons. It just, I don't know. It, for, for me, the cast of characters hits a lot of notes. It's a superhero movie that's not about being a superhero. It's about fitting into a family. Um, and I, I think for me, it, just, it, hits, it hits a lot of the right notes of it being, it's action-y, it's fun. They've all seen it. But yet at the same time, like, I don't know, it just, it. It's uh, it's 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 really rewatchable. It's super safe. It's a safe pick. I'm not saying you're wrong, but oh. I'm not picking it. <laughs> okay. That's not it's going okay. on my Mount Rush. Okay. Right. I think if I wanted a cartoon, I think if I wanted a cartoon on my Rushmore, I think there's maybe some other ones I would. Toy go Story for. Three, right? Right. Just uh, the OG Toy Story. Just a Toy Story One. Just hitting it with that. Yeah. It's pretty solid. <laughs> um, my third pick. Is Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. That was going to be one of my other ones. Because of the Rushmore status, not because I think it's a great film. Correct. Yeah. I th- I think that... But here's what I would say about Napoleon. For, for me, I don't feel like Napoleon is a full student ministry watch. Okay. Like, if for whatever reason, if, if we were doing a full youth ministry like movie night, that's probably not my pick. Okay. But if I had just like a small group of students yeah. over at my house, that feels like a great movie to throw in that that is this like like if if you had like two students that had never seen that movie, yeah, see, that feels like a good movie to watch with. It. See, I was gonna say for me, it's almost like a rite of passage movie for middle school boys. Like that's just like there needs to be at whatever the pass-through event is to go from being, like, a 6th grade to a 7th grader. Like, 6th grade to 7th grade boy night needs to be, like, sympathizing with the awkwardness of Napoleon. Yeah. Because, like, that's, the strength of that movie is, like, it, it's the first time that, like, the protagonist is as awkward as a 13-year-old boy. Like, and, like, all of the wholeness of being that awkward. 
So Kip makes that movie for me, though. I mean, Kip is strong. Kip, um, the, the the Kipper, yeah. Okay, so is that in your Rushmore as well? Or yeah, no? I think it's got to be. Up okay, there. so yeah. you and I both have Princess Bride. Both have Princess Bride. You're going. So Napoleon is kind of my Nacho Libre spot, where it is that right. like quirky, like it's not for everybody, right. but maybe like we all quote it enough, so it becomes part of Fair. our language. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you? You're done then. Uh, no, I've got one more. Well, but you've got okay. So you've got Sandlot. Princess Bride, Bride, Napoleon Dynamite, and then Incredibles. Incredibles, yeah, that's my four. Yeah. Or are you going to take off one of those? To give me. Let me see. One. What's your fourth? What's your fourth? I'm my fourth one is a seasonal movie. Okay, you going holidays? And I'm going Elf. Oh, okay. All right, a little Elf, elf classic. That's that's good. That's that's strong. That's a strong pick. Uh, yeah, no, that works. That works. What was what was going to be your other movie through in there? Um. See, that's honorable where, mention. Honorable mention. Who's on the backside? On the, the backside. I mean, again, all the Pixar ones, really great. You can't go wrong. Ah, oh, man. I, I don't know. I feel like that covers a lot of bases. I feel like that covers a lot of bases. Uh, I feel like some of the ones that I grew up watching in youth group are pretty, um, you know, regrettable right now. For the right, for the right youth group, uh, the movie Saved, that's a critique of Christian schools and youth group uh, for maybe the high school crowd is one worth uh, the, the Mandy Moore one. That is a critique of uh, the subculture. Christianity could be a thought provoking one, but that's not one you turn on and just let it play. That's like a conversation necessary. Interesting. <laughs> so anyway, it's the critique of, so, all right. So leave your uh, folks at home. I'd love to hear what your, your, your picks are. This is a, uh, Hot question in the Facebook groups: uh, Which which movie should we turn on for the for the students? Yeah, and if anybody would like to, just email me and Zach personally and let Zach know that Incredible should definitely not be on the list. <laughs> Hurtful. Okay, you got a, you got a different Pixar pick, a different Pixar pick for this one. I mean, I told you, I just think that there's so there's so many that I would go over Incredibles. Okay, it, it Toy up. Story. No, I'm up. watching The Lion King over <gasps> that. Well, for today's episode, uh, we're wow, excited. Wow. It's wow, wow, wow. Uh, it's uh, it's conference season. Uh, so we announced on Instagram, we got some dates coming up, both in Chattanooga for Conclave. Uh, Youth Pasture Summit season is right around the corner this April in four different regions across the country. And then, Chad, we're hitting the road uh, doing some essentials events in Texas and Virginia and Maryland. Southern Texas. Southern so- Texas. South Texas, which apparently there's even more Texas further south than where we're going. Wow. So for some folks, where we're going is central Texas. Wait, what? <laughs> There's a whole other Texas south of San Antonio, apparently. Uh, these people in Texas. I know, it's a lot of Texas. It's a lot of Texas. Uh, but but we wanted to talk about today, maybe maximizing that old conference experience, people getting together yeah, in, what in you, person. What are, you, what are you doing? Like, you're going to a conference. First of all, I'm picking out my clothes. First of all, we, we've <laughs> we have already, we have, done, Dress code, we have yeah. done an episode like this in the past. We have. Of how to, I think we said how to get the most, most out of. Yes, I want to hear how to get the least. <laughs> <laughs> how to get the least out of a conference? Well, I can uh, tell you. Yeah. Let's be. I want to sleep and skip all the sessions. Great. Got let's it. pretend like we don't have to have all the right answers. Oh, okay. <laughs> and let's just talk about what what do you actually do. At a conference? Yeah, maybe okay. not like now. Like we can talk a little bit about what we do now, but. Sure. Like, 
as youth pastors, like what would our conference experience really look like? Yeah. And and what what did we feel like was beneficial for us? Yeah. Uh so I, I think one of the things that maybe like Tier one folks are trying to get the stuff right. I want all the samples. Oh, I want God. all the things. I mean, opposite the shirts. I mean, I think for some folks, they're bringing that extra suitcase, hoping to go home with a bag full of stuff. Um, I think one of the things I would encourage folks is in the exhibit hall, not just to meet all the resources, but the people that make them. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the things. Not just like what camps are available, but like, man, this camp looks interesting. Who are the folks that are running it? Like, tell me about like why. You think it's great. Not and like like have like pierce through their pitch of like, hey, you ought to come to this, or you gotta buy that. And tell me like why they love making it. What about it? it's really exciting? Um, I, I think the same is for breakout stuff. I, I would go not for the title of the breakout, but for the person you want to learn from. Um I, people that are like planning breakouts often send the titles in well before they've written the full material yeah. for the breakout. Oh, well, are we supposed to be giving that trade? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So the title for the breakout was written months ago. The talk was written days ago. Uh, and so I think just whoever you would want to spend a little more time with and allow yourself to be surprised too. I think that's, um, some of the folks that you've heard a lot from are probably going to say a lot of the things you've heard from them. Yeah. Some of the folks you've never heard of. I remember being at a conclave, so that's coming up right around the corner in Chattanooga. Um, there was a panel one year. That, like, I didn't know anybody on the panel. It was the one right close to the exhibit hall. And so, like, I kind of, like, stepped out of the hall into the panel and was just blown away by the conversation about impacting your community and being more thoughtful in the ways in which we integrate yeah. generations and races and folks. And so, like, again, didn't know anybody on it. The topic, I think, was pretty pretty generic. It was, like, you know— intersections of ministry in our communities or something. Uh, but ultimately that was one of the most memorable, like yeah. just like challenging questions. And so being surprised, allowing yourself to be surprised is good. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's really good advice. So now having been guys that like put these kind of things on. Plan them hopefully. Yes. The dude, the, the yeah, the guy or girl that is leading the breakout that you've never heard of. Yeah is often like really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Because like they're the person like for for a guy like you who's all over the country meeting really interesting people, like if you're putting on a conference, like you've curate curated these people on purpose. Yeah, these yeah. people on purpose. And so it's like, yeah, okay, you're gonna go get the guy that everybody's heard of. Sure. That's going to give the talk yeah. that he's given 900 times. And it's before. great. It's and if you've good, never right? heard it, you need to go yeah. hear it. Yep. Um, but that person you've never heard of yeah. talking about some specific thing, like that is their wheelhouse. Right. And most likely, like they are the person that has impressed. The conference planner. The conference planner. Yeah, yeah. Who knows a lot of folks. It's like the it's like the fourth or seventh track on a really good album where like the first track, you know, wakes you up, you're there. Second track is like the radio hit. But there's that fourth, fifth, seventh track that you're like, okay, right. all right. Like this was this was a mood shift. This was a change. This yeah. was or, or somebody that's like very different, right? Like if all the other breakout people are from like this background or this location 
and this one person is from a different region or a different like what's going what's going on there right. that got them here like that's a curious point yeah yeah that's really good there are also the people that will like they they don't have the like main session that they got to run to as well and so yes. they'll like stick around and talk to well, them well so that would be the other part is try to find somebody so like next next level is find somebody whose breakout isn't back to back either in the room or with another event. So like the person you're most interested in, try to find the one that's like right before lunch or like early in the morning and like get there early or be willing to stay late to try to ask your question. Because yeah. depending on, not everybody does this, but for a lot of folks, some of the ones that I admire the most, like they're actually more excited to stick around and answer your question yeah. than they are just to present their information. Because sure. again, it's it's the breakout level. This is not the main stage where they're trying to share everything. They're kind of hoping for a little bit right. of the like back and forth. Like, what did you think about this? What should I do differently? Well, you've been sitting in your hotel room all day lonely yeah and you're just, <laughs> just looking to talk to somebody well so that that would be for the early breakouts right like yeah. ironically get there early right like they may be already there set up excited uh and you know ready to go so. or you can watch zach rummage through his bag and try to find 900 different cables well i mean i feel like right that, I, that's, that's normally what's entertainment it's good entertainment so so yeah planning the breakouts the schedule uh one of the ones that we joked about earlier that i would maybe just throw out there is plan your own break, like plan the session you're going to miss um, to have coffee with a friend or catch up. Like, I think that's one of the things we, we all kind of do it. Sometimes it's accidental, like, oh man, I'm running behind. I got to miss this one. Just knowingly know that like the Friday second breakout session, that's that's when me and Tim are going to catch up. Yeah, Plan around it, go to the other one, skip that one on purpose because I wanted to catch up with him and I don't have time to do it over lunch or whatever. Like, like plan, plan your break as much as you plan your breakouts. Yeah, because you can't absorb it all. Like that's the other part that's like it's hard for especially multi-day co- conference planners. Like there's just so much packed in right. that even for the best presenters, speakers, communicators, you're maybe going home with one thing they said. Mm-hmm. Right, maybe two. Uh, So here's one of the things I do. Okay. Um, I listen for book titles. Okay, what they're reading? Yeah. And if they don't tell you, ask them. So people, um, you'll hear books drop. Like they'll just mention them or whatever, breakouts, main stage, whatever. Um, I will almost immediately go on Amazon and buy it. Buy it straight up, not even wish list it, just buy just it. Buy just it. buy it. Um, yeah. It, if it's good enough to get a mention, it's good enough to get a purchase. Yeah, because if they're mentioning it, like, especially if I'm engaged with their talk, most people that are mentioning a book, that talk is a good portion of that book. <laughs> They've um, been, been deeply impacted. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And so, yeah, unless somebody is just super plagiarizing right. Right? Uh, on page 38 of my talk i thought I, <laughs> right? or it's like how come zach never mentions any books yeah he, he doesn't read at all ever interesting yeah um and so i, I like to do that um outside of that I, i'm not a big notes taker but i will i'll grab book references okay. podcast references the, the bibliography yeah. of the talk yeah and i would say that that's a good wisdom if you're not like a strong note taker yeah. um the bibliography of the talk might be as good as the outline of the talk oh, uh, depending on how you like to learn so 
Probably good to take some notes in some way, though, either either what they're reading or what they're listening to uh, or what they're saying. I think that's one of the things like it's kind of nerdy. It feels like for folks to take detailed like laptop open notes at a ministry conference breakout. But again, there's so much flying around and so much good stuff that I mean, I it's stuff that you come back even when you weren't expecting it. And I think that's that's one of the things uh, that I would encourage folks that maybe are thinking about when and where they're going to conference or if they are, uh, is that some of the most beneficial parts of the conference were the things that you weren't even expecting when you were expecting them. Like there is like a, a goodness and a renewal that may happen weeks or months later when the thing that was said, like finally like, crops up in a meeting or you're like flipping through old notes or old notebooks and something just kind of resonates. And yeah. So yeah, it's good that way. I, what are, what's some other advice for me? Um, oh, here, this is a big one. Okay. There's going to be a moment where you got to figure out where to eat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't go for the easy option. Okay. There are going to be some cities that you're in that people, you know, they have references, right? That's yeah. maybe the tourist place, right? right? right. And for us, you go to Nashville, right. you probably got to go to Hattie B's and have some hot chicken, chicken somewhere. Right? Sure, sure. Um, and not entirely wrong, but no, let's go next level. First time you've got to let's go next level, it. though. Yeah, yeah. But get the deep cut. Yeah, like. Um, Ask the conference worker, so, the person who's like at the, like, where do you eat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that may be, here's a go-to thing that I do. Okay. You get on Yelp and you can search best restaurant. Sure. Okay. You don't want to go off of the star rating. Oh. Because yeah, here's yeah. why. Okay. The algorithm there is they're going to put all the five stars at the top, yeah. whatever. And so you may have a restaurant that's got a hundred five star reviews. It's going to be up there. It's good. Sounds good to me. You want to go by most reviewed. Okay. 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 Traffic. Traffic the over traffic. stars. Okay. Uh, and because you'll find that one that's like four and a half. Yeah. Because it's got eight hundred reviews. It's got four thousand reviews. Yeah. 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 And so that's. That's the place you want to go. More than just four or five star reviews. Right. Okay. Um, okay. And so you weed through it a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's important, dude. You got to okay. know where to go. Jump in the Uber, get the rental car. Do the thing. Do the thing. Find a buddy and go. Find a buddy. Invite a breakout speaker. Okay. So you th- would be surprised. Of, like A lot of these dudes, myself included, you're there. If you're by yourself. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, speaking of trade secrets, that's the one to give away is that often, especially like the speakers that are doing right before lunch or like early afternoon, like they don't, they don't always have the plan after and they got to eat, right? They got to get coffee somewhere. So yeah, you'd be surprised who to take you to lunch or go to lunch with you. Yeah. My, my encouragement though is don't grill them. Well, don't grill them about their content. Ask them about their life. Them, yeah. yeah, get to know them. Like, what what are, you, what are you doing? What are you and your kids up to? What do you like right now? What movies are you watching? Because the other stuff comes out, right? The yeah. other stuff comes out. Like, don't don't turn don't turn the lunch after the breakout into the breakout they haven't written yet. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, he's tired. <laughs> he's tired. He's, he wants to talk about like the new Spider-Man movie and like what he got his kids for Christmas. Like he's he's not here to solve all your theological woes yet. He may later, but yeah, give give him a minute. Yeah, give him you'll a minute. you'll learn some interesting things about folks. Oh, you will, dude. Listen, man. Uh, one of my favorites. Like he and I got to have sushi last last year in, in Texas because that's where he wanted to go and nobody else took him up on it. So we went. It was good times. So. Uh, well, yeah, man. So we're excited for it. There's links below. We literally have, uh, a, some event going on every couple weeks this spring that we're going to be at, that we're excited to be a part of, and we are going to be in different regions coming to you soon. And so that we hope this spring semester is a chance for us to connect in person and get renewed and recharged in student ministry. Okay. So, so I, I want the inside info real quick. Okay. And I'll give away a little bit more. You don't have to give away the oh. whole thing. But we all have like conference talks, stuff we're working on. I want to hear the Zach working trailer. What is one talk you're working on? And you don't you may not have it all fleshed out yet. Okay. But give us a general idea of what you're working on. And if we were to hear you somewhere, maybe what we're gonna hear. Uh, so the two that I'm most excited about right now, uh, one will be at Conclave, uh, next week, this week, whenever this podcast comes out, um, is about how we consider time. And I think we're going to, we're going to go a little sci-fi with how we think about time. time you can learn about time travel. Well, kind of, we're going to do a little time travel. We're going to do a little Kronos, Kairos, uh, the time that we live in, how we manage our time. So I, I'm hoping that's going to be a little more deep cut than maybe they asked me to do. <laughs> uh, and then the other one is one of our essentials talks as we're traveling around, um, and it's on silence. And I, I, ironically, I got a lot to say about silence. <laughs> and I think in, uh, in this climate that we're in culturally ecclesiologically um, silence is a practice that needs to get a little bit louder and how we plan ministry so that's my trailer love it so you want music under yours <laughs> what, what do you got music for years under what, what do you got for years what do you no, got no 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 here's one that it's not like a i wouldn't even it's not as like a sermon type talk it's one it's gonna be a training type talk um but it is on specifically um, how, how to help parents uh, develop a prayer and reading habit in their family. Okay. Um, and so that one's one that I'm excited about. Not just pastor and students, but like ministering and training parent, parents, yeah. guardians, so, and family so like, leaders. Yeah. Specifically, it's for youth pastors. And so how do we develop a culture um, and a practice inside of our church okay. that pushes parents towards their own personal reading yeah. prayer that would then grow into this family habit? Well, that sounds like something you could take away and use immediately. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. Uh, we'd love to hear from y'all. Where can we see you next? Hit the links below. Uh, we're going to be in a lot of places in the next, next few months, and we hope to see you there soon. Uh, snap!
Yeah, and I really mean it. Uh, we're going to be in a lot of places. You can hit the links below, whether we're coming to Tennessee, South Texas, Virginia, Maryland, or any one of the Youth Pastor Summit locations this April. We would love to connect with you in person to talk about life, ministry, pastoring, parent ministry, and the things that we face and challenges of equipping this, the next generation for discipleship and faithfulness. So hopefully you're doing well, and we'll talk to you real soon.